Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message is Go Forth in the Name of the Lord and comes from 2 Samuel chapter 17, verses 45-50. through 50. But first, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir singing What a Mighty God We Serve and God's Wonderful People. This morning I want to talk to you about going forth in the name of the Lord. Father, I ask that you might just open my heart and mind, that I might be able to preach this sermon to the people, that they're responding here. And God, that you'll bless them in a special way. I ask, Lord, that as we read the scriptures, that the people that's listening to me, if they're not saved, somebody gets saved, they need to get saved. They need to ask Jesus to come to their heart and save them. Ask him to forgive them their sins. And then they need to accept him. And then they need to start living right. I pray God in some way, somehow, by the grace of God, that they'll, they'll get right. Now I want to read in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45, where the Bible says this on the line in your Bible. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord, of hosts, of God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. In verse 51, on the line, therefore David ran, stood upon the Philistine, took his sword, and 
drew it out of his shield. The oven slew him, cut off his head. That whip. And when the Philistines saw that certain champion was dead, they fled. This is told about David when he killed Goliath. Verse 46 says, This day will the Lord do deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thee head up from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beast of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and with spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you to our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came, drew nigh to meet David. And David hastened and ran toward the armor to meet the Philistine. David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slain it and smote the Philistine in the forehead that the it sunk, stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth so David prevailed over the Philistine with a slain with a sword stone and smote the Philistine and slew him that was sword in the hand of David. And up above that, verse 41, 42, 43, 44, that Philistine and Goliath made fun of David and made fun of him. But David, to kill that job because God put it in his heart to do it, and David knew exactly what he was doing. David was but a young man, a youth, but he had faith and courage to go forward in the name of the Lord. Trusted not in the weapons of war, but trusted God. Opportunity would be met in going forward. Sometimes the opportunity would be in those who should help and encourage you. David met opposition in his brothers. Jesus met plenty of opposition during his life on earth, mostly among his own people. Matthew 13, verse 7. He was accused of doing the work of Beelzebub, the devil. This opposition must be met with faith in Christ. I challenge you to go forward in the name of the Lord. Number one, I challenge you to be a Christian, not merely a professor, Christ-like, but in your thinking, Christ-like in your speaking, Christ-like in your actions. Live like a Christian ought to live in front of people. Let people see Christ in you. And it changed life after you got saved. Secondly, I challenge you to do Christian things. Things that build up character. Number one, read your Bible consistently. I'm just about finished reading my Bible through. I got next four or five books and I'll be through with it this year. And I thank God for it. It's hard to do. But if you just ask God to give you the strength to do it and the courage to do it, you can read your Bible through every year. I've read my Bible through the last four years. Five years I did before that. But when I got down, I got sick. 
I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to read my Bible. But you could read your Bible consistently. That'll build your character. And then pray often and earnestly. Pray about things often and earnestly. Pray for your family. Pray for yourself. Pray for the President of the United States of America. Pray for the Vice President of the United States of America. Pray for your king folks. Pray for your friends. Pray for people that you get around daily. Maybe once that you work with you run around with you. Daily. And I'll tell you what happened. You'll see some prayers answered. Be faithful in attendance to church. Try to be to church every time the doors open. And I'm not able to go to church like I used to. When I was pastor, I fought it four years, five years. I passed it and I pastored some more. After that, different little churches trying to help them. They never did call me to pastor. But I tried to help them, build them up. But some of the churches, they were seem sick. You couldn't, one person in church, run the church, and you couldn't get in the way of it. But get you a good Bible-believing church and stick with it. Thirdly, I challenge you to enter Christian service, not to be just one of the crowd. Number one, accept the place to worship in church. Preacher always needs some help in church. I had one man couldn't read, couldn't write on it, couldn't sign his name. Years ago in church, and his wife was just about like it, third grade education. And he worked for a company, and he planted trees, stuff for a living, and he made good money. And God blessed him all his life. And he, I'm going to tell you something when I get to heaven, know that old brother's neck, because he come to me one day and he said, Brother Jackson, what can I do? He drove a bus for the church, picking up people, picking up kids, picking up grown-ups, brought them to church. And then he toured the door, he stayed at the door, and everybody come into church. He shook the hand, and everybody would go out of church. He shook the hand and invited them to come out to church. And he's glad to see him when they come into church. And he did something. His wife, I gave her thousands of tracks, and she'd take her and her kids and go out in the neighborhood and stuff and give out tracks to people. Everybody she just about met, she gave tracks to. And she was, she, she was good. She wasn't that smart, but she was smart enough to give out tracks. She'd gotten saved, gotten baptized. They got in church. They served the Lord. And I guarantee you, I ain't got to worry about me in heaven. Today, one of them boys are with him today. He died and went to heaven. And I want to tell you, that's the Bate family. I tell you what, their mother's name was Jean Bate. And she was a sweet woman. She used to cook supper for us once or twice a week for me and my wife. And we love those people. And thank God for his, his name was Huey Pate. And man, he'd run that bus till he couldn't ride, drive anymore with his eyes. And he'd go and pick up kids, bring them to church, bring them back home. And I want you to know that he knocked doors with me. Every Saturday, try to get people in church, pass out tracks, 
would have seven, eight people. We lived in Junction City, Arkansas, when I built that big church, and they helped me build it. They was poor people. We'd go to Elevator, Arkansas, and knock doors Saturday evening for about three hours. And then we'd go out and I'd give them a little meal at McDonald's. And then we'd all go home. Sunday morning, I had a man that lived in Elevator, Arkansas, and drove my big bus, school bus. He'd pick up people in Elevator. In, in between, he went to two different nursing homes, picked up them, some of them people that could go and bring them to church. Was, we loved them people, and our people loved them people. That's what built that church, a church full of love for anybody, whether they had anything or not. We bought shoes for some of them before. We brought dresses for some of the ladies. Had holes in it, breeches today. You pay $100 for a pair of bridges with holes in it. But then, it's just about a shame, embarrassing, to wear a pair of bridges with holes in it. But we picked up them poor people and brought them to church and loved them the way Christ wanted us to love them. And a lot of them got saved. And continue when failure seems your lot. Don't give up. Just keep on keeping on. If you fall one day, pick up yourself the next day and go. The fourth, I challenge you to make this start now. Launch out into the deep. Don't worry about it. Just get out there and do what God wants you to do. You'll find you'll do it. If you get to knocking doors, you can't do it. You'll find something else. I had people to volunteer to clean the church. I had people to volunteer sometimes cut the grass at the church. Most of the time I did it, but a lot of times they did it. We bought a little tractor and bush hog, and they cut them three acres a long time. But most of the time I did it. But if they'd done it, I didn't say thank word about it. I just thanked them for it. I had some good people, and they prayed for me daily because I needed it. I fought the devil face and face just about in, in Juncture City, Arkansas. And then when I went to Pierre Park, I had some people pray for me there. God took care of me down there in Pierre Park, Louisiana. I took a little church with 50 and left 200 and built it up first year. We were on 85. Just about every service. Sunday morning, Sunday night, we and our people was getting saved. I was baptizing people. We had a ball down there. The devil fought me tooth and toenail down there too. But I didn't stop. I just kept on going. Delay is peerless, displeasing to God, and harmful to you. So don't delay. Get up and do something for Jesus. And let it get done. God will be tickled to death for you. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself. <laughs>